Welcome to the Ladies in Waiting podcast, the resting place for servants leading the way. Hello and good morning, everybody. Good morning. We hope you all are off to a wonderful start for your day. Hello, everyone. My name is India Williams. And I am Christy Wilson. And we are so glad that you are here joining us for this particular uh, episode of the Ladies in Waiting pod class. Yes. (laughs) And so today we are really excited because we're going to talk about um, a topic that we feel you're going to find very helpful um, for your spiritual life, which means it'll be helpful for your entire life, all parts of your life. Um, and we're going to base it on a scripture that may seem very familiar to you. So today we're going to focus on uh, the scripture, 2 Timothy uh, chapter 1, verse 7. And the topic for today is the difference between the emotion of fear and the spirit of fear. Mm. Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing, huh? All right. Well, and if this is the first time that you are joining us, you may have noticed that we didn't call this a a podcast. We called it a podcast class because we are always talking about things that we are learning we have recently learned ourselves yes it's just the information so good we just can't keep it to ourselves we know if it's being very beneficial to us we think it's probably gonna be very beneficial to you as well and so this topic today is definitely right in line with the pattern that always seems to happen with us in these podcast uh, classes right christine yes I, I you know what you said it right there because Yes, we learn the lesson ourselves that we are teaching. Sometimes we learn it before, uh, sometimes during, and sometimes after. But it's always very relevant and very close to our hearts. How the Lord just um, so some yeah, we're learning right along with you. So just know that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, before we really get into it, though, there's a couple things we always want to make sure we go over. Um, First of all, we want to make sure you got everything you need to have a successful pod class. And then we always love to start in prayer. So, Christy, you got to remind us again, what are all the materials we need to make sure that we truly can have a successful pod class? And that's one of my favorite parts because it helps me too. So, what you want to make sure you have is something to write with. It can be piece of paper, notebook, your phone, whatever it is, but something something to write on. How about that? And something to write with. It could be pencil, pen, marker. Like I said, once again, your phone, so it's your finger. And of course, you want to have your Bible. And so your Bible can be on your phone. It can be an actual, you know, hardcover Bible, but whatever you've got, you just need those three things, something to write on, something to write with, and the Word of God. There we go. And then now that we've got those supplies, it's time for us to pray because we know that's the one supply you always want to have. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So, Chris, you want to lead us in prayer today? Yes, ma'am. Let's hit it. All right. Lord, we are so grateful to you. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord, Lord, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this pod class. 
Thank you for leading and guiding us on this topic, knowing the difference between the emotion of fear and the spirit of fear. Lord, thank you. Lord, we just thank you, thank you, thank you for what you're about to do. We thank you for everyone that will be listening or watching this at whatever the best time is for them, Lord. Let them get out of the pod class, what you want them to get out of the pod class, Lord. Just lead us and guide us into all of your truth. We come, Holy Spirit, into this time. Just take over. This is all about you and not about us. And we plead the blood of Jesus over every over ourselves, over everyone that may be listening and watching. Lord, just bless them and bless them indeed, Lord. And we are so excited for what you're about to teach all of us. In the name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. 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 All right. Well, we are ready to dig in today. God's word. And as we said earlier, we're going to really have an anchor uh, verse. We're just really going to focus on today. And that is second Timothy chapter one, verse seven. So Christy, I noticed you had a physical Bible you're using today. Um, yes. So uh, tell us a little bit about that. And then if you don't mind, why don't you go ahead and read the scripture for us today? Sure. So the physical Bible I have is the serendipity Bible. This is a great Bible. It's NIV for, um, group study, personal study, because inside it's all, it's got different study sections, different study paths. It's got questions in there. It's organized by topics. And so it's a really good study Bible. And so this is the NIV version. So I'm going to read Second um, Timothy 1 and 7 from the NIV. Okay. It says, for the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. Oh, Okay. And uh, for those of you that love your these and thous, I'm going to read the King James Version. I love King James Version, this verse. Yes, I do. It's just so poetic. Yes. Um, so 2 Timothy 1 and 7 says, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Okay, pretty straightforward Amen. right there. Yes. And another, you know, Christy and I, like we said, we are often, you know, going over materials that we have recently learned ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so as we were studying, another one of the translations that really spoke to me, Christy, was the Amplified. I was sitting, I'm looking here, I'm sitting sitting here looking right at it. So yes, absolutely. Go ahead and read that one, Dee. You know, because especially if you're one that really wants to know, well, what does that word mean? You know, that one word. Amplified is great because it does break down oftentimes the definition of the word right there in the scripture. Mm-hmm. So second Timothy one and seven in the amplified said, for God did not give us a spirit of timidity or cowardice or fear, but he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of sound judgment and personal discipline abilities that result in a calm, well-balanced mind and self-control. Wow. Amen. Who doesn't want calm, a well-balanced mind and self-control? I know some of that today. And I love that we're going to talk about how to get those things based on this scripture. Um, so, you know, just kind of some background information about the scripture of se- itself, you know, this is a letter, right? Mm-hmm. First Timothy, second Timothy, they're both letters that Paul wrote to Timothy, right? 
And the first letter, you know, so Paul's older, Timothy's younger. Paul's trying to give him some advice, you know, being a leader, mm -hmm. being a pastor. Um, and so the first letter really focused more on, you know, kind of how to organize and run the church. How do you deal with your false teachers? Um, how do you refute what they said appropriately? But this letter, the second letter Paul wrote to Timothy, um, he really wrote this to encourage the young man, mm -hmm. to encourage him to persevere in his Christian faith and life. So this is really about how do you persevere in your Christian faith and in your Christian life. And it's just so interesting that right at the top of the letter, the first thing he gets to is to talking about the spirit of fear. Um, which as a leader, whether you're the leader of your home, as a parent, um, you know, as you know, if you're one of the gentlemen that join us from time to time, maybe you're the husband, you know, uh, leader of your of your family unit, you know, um, leader in a church, maybe you're a leader on your job, you know, mm -hmm. we're all a leader in that we give an example to the world, right? Um, but it's so interesting that part of that is to deal with this spirit of fear. And so I think that's, you know, today we want to focus on the difference between the emotion of fear and the spirit of fear. So let's, so let's first, Christy, talk a little bit about what is each, what is the emotion mm -hmm. of fear? And then what is the spirit of fear? Are they the same thing? No. So the emotion of fear is like a, uh, a warning. Okay, okay. And so, you know, God gives us the emotion of fear to, as a, as a warning signal, like, for example, when you see, like when you're driving, for example, you know, lights green, it's turning yellow and you know, it's about to turn red. So the light turning yellow is your warning that, oh, you know what? I got to make a choice. This light is about to turn red. I need to stop because other traffic is about to flow. And so that's your, that's your cue to stop. So you okay. don't endanger yourself and don't endanger your life and go out in traffic or, mm -hmm. you know, not to touch a hot stove. Mm -hmm. You know, if you get up to a stove, it's on, you get close to it. Ooh, I don't want to touch that. Why? You know, I have a fear of getting, I don't want to get burned. And so that's a radar, so to speak. It, it, it protects you. The emotion of fear is really a warning system from God to protect us and keep us safe from danger. So um, that's the emotion of fear. There's nothing wrong with, you know, being, a, you know, being afraid or, you know, having godly fear. Oh. You know, fearing God is like reverential. You know, you fear God not because you're, ooh, I'm afraid but out of respect, um, wanting to, you know, do what he wants you to do and love him and please him. That's a reverential fear. That's that type of fear, the emotion of fear to protect you, to keep you, to guide you. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Okay. It's a good thing. It's a protection. It's a warning symbol, signal, so to speak. Okay. The spirit of fear is causes let's put it this way. So the spirit of fear is the opposite of everything the emotion of fear is. Oh. The spirit of fear is not from God. The spirit of fear makes you feel bad. It 
it causes, you know, anxiety. Mm-hmm. It causes doubt, mm-hmm. uh, trepidation, uh, you know, anxiety attacks. Um, it causes you to shrink back. Mm-hmm. Um, it causes you to be the opposite of what God has called you to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the emotion of fear is good. Mm-hmm. Warning symbol, warning yeah. signal. I don't know why I keep saying symbol. Warning signal. The spirit of fear is not. It's when the emotion of fear goes unchecked and turns into something else. Mm-hmm. Well, and I love the term, like kind of that visual. And you know, I love the visual. But yeah, you know me, I'm a visual person yeah. too. I was like, okay, what visual can I give? <laughs> yes, well, no, when you talked about like that the that the emotion of fear is a good thing. It's like a an alarm, uh, a radar, mm-hmm. a signal of like, danger whether it's real or perceived mm-hmm. that's coming right yes it sounds like from what you were explaining that if we don't check the emotion of fear if we let the emotion of fear be in control of our lives instead of god that's when the spirit of fear is allowed to come in and instead of fear being a good thing an alarm uh, a, a a signal Yes. It becomes your GPS. And that's what you just said right there. That's exactly it. And the one, one particular word that you just spoke that is really is the key is control. Whoa. That was, it was, as soon as you said it, I was like, yes. that's it right there. I mean, because you said the emotion of fear, you know, warning signal, alarm, when it changes over and it controls and the fear controls you. Mm-hmm. That's when it becomes a spirit of fear. I, I love the fact that you use that word control because that's that's exactly what it is. It, it's it's your guide, you know. It's leading you and guiding you. So yes, I like that word control to show the distinction between the two. Well, and and we know as Christians, you know, we want God to be the navigator. We want God to be in control. We want God to be uh, through the Holy Spirit our GPS system. Mm-hmm. We don't want fear to be the GPS system, when we allow fear to be our go-to, fear to be the way that we respond to everything in life, that's what ushers in the spirit of fear, which turns fear from that alarm or radar Mm -hmm. GPS system. Um, And that is not the way you're going to get that calm, well-balanced, self-disciplined life that you want, you know? Yes, Uh, absolutely. Definitely, just what they are. We, I, you did such a good job, Christy, of explaining they are not the same thing. They are not Emotion the same. Fear, spirit of fear, they are not the same. And you also hinted toward <laughs> their source not being the same. So tell yes. us about that. So the source of the protective emotion of fear is God. You know, God loves us and he wants to protect you. And so that emotion of fear comes from God. Like you said, you know, it's, it's an alarm, you know, or to, to say, don't do this, Uh um, to stop you and to keep you safe and to keep you away from danger. That is from God because of his love for us. He wants to protect us. Uh The source of the spirit of fear is the enemy, Uh Satan the devil, demons. Wow. Because their only goal is to kill, steal, and destroy. 
the spirit of fear is about anxiety. It's about helplessness. It's about oh. dread. It's about feeling out of control. Mm -hmm. It is about, I am afraid. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And there being anxiety and things around it. It's dread. Yes. And then what happens is because I am afraid and then you make decisions based off of your fear, Yes. The spirit of fear gets a stronger foothold yes. because you're doing things that are controlled by the enemy at, because yes. of the enemy, because yes. I am afraid I am going to do this. Yes. Because yes. I am afraid that no one is going to understand me or understand the situation. I'm going to lie about it. Oh, oh. Because well, I am afraid that someone is going to leave me, I'm going to stay with them and make bad and make decisions that are not for my best. Well, it's funny because as you speak about it, you know, first of all, I just love you just made it plain. They couldn't be any different. Night and day. I mean, you're talking night and day. The source of that emotion of fear, it is good for you and it is from your good God. Yes. It's to protect you. But that spirit of fear, we have to remember what John 10 and 10 says. You know, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Yes. This fear is not here to make you have a bad day. The yes. fear is not here to complicate your day and make mm -hmm. your day tough. It is here to steal things from you. It is here to kill you and destroy you and remember you have you are more than just your physical body yes. so maybe, maybe the spirit of fear has not led to a physical death but maybe it's killing your relationship with god because mm. you don't trust him so that's killing your spirit or maybe you have debilitating uh anxiety or worry to the point that you are just frozen okay so it's killing your, killing you mentally, killing you emotionally. Yes. The other thing is, you know, it, it, it tries to make you think it's you and not a spirit sent from the enemy himself. Well, I'm just a worried kind of person. I'm a worry wart, wart you know? Sometimes even people feed into that. Well, you know, you've always kind of been a scaredy cat. You've always been, you know, timid. You know, you're, you know, you're a worry wart. Yes. Know? And we take that on almost as our identity. And we believe, yes, we believe it. And we believe that's just who we are. And so yes. we operate in that identity way too long without understanding that the spirit of fear has one assignment, one, and that is to steal, kill, and destroy you and or the things around you. Yes. So this is a very serious message we are talking about today. I cannot say strong enough, this is not here to make you have uh, an inconvenience or to just make you have a bad day. This yes. sort of fear must be dealt with quickly, consistently. And so people may be saying, well, how do I know the difference? Christy, you already said that. You're going to feel some type of way on the inside. Yeah. You know, when you have that healthy fear, that emotion of fear, you're like, whoo, let me back it on up. Ooh, I'm, whoo, 
So glad I'm safe. Exactly. There you go. So glad I'm safe. Thank you, Lord. You know, Um, but when it comes to the spirit of fear, there is no joy. It is torment. And anything with the enemy, it gets worse. It gets worse. It gets worse. It is a slippery slope. Yes, it is. To down to that stealing, killing, and destroying. So it gets, yes. you know, and as we know, just, just physically, you know, psychologically, there are responses that many of us have to tell us that we're dealing with the spirit of fear. Okay. You heard it before. There's fight. There's flight, there's freeze, and there's fawn. Okay. Mm. Now I've heard the fight, flight, and freeze, but talk about the fawn. Let's go to that. Yes. Go ahead. Of course, you know, for some people, if you find yourself fighting all the time and it's not necessary, it could Mm. be because you're being tormented by a spirit of fear. And the thing is, the spirit of fear will often come into your life through trauma. Mm. Mm -hmm. It could be a trauma from when you were young whether it was something as serious as a form of abuse uh, that could be physical, sexual, um, even verbal. It could be neglect, Mm. you know, uh, trauma, traumatic experiences, even divorce. We sometimes belittle. We think that trauma has to be these huge, big, super hurtful things. But trauma can usher in that spirit of fear if we don't deal with it. For example, like I said, some people's response, if you find yourself want to fight all the time and ain't no real reason to fight, it could be because you're dealing with the spirit of fear. Mm. For some people, if you find yourself always running away from stuff, you're running Mm. from your responsibilities, you're running away from, you know, sticking with the things that you're supposed to do or you're supposed to say, you know, running away from your responsibilities because you just can't deal with it. You may be being tormented by the spirit of fear. If you find that you are just incapacitated, you are frozen, you can't move, you can't move forward, you can't move to the left, you can't move to the right, you can't make it yes. again, um, you're just dreading the day, Yes. frozen in place, it could be you're dealing with the spirit of fear because that is a, a, a response to intense fear. Mm-hmm. And then, as we said, a fourth is fawn. Fawn is people-pleasing. Mm. fawn is i don't want to make anybody upset i don't want to deal with conflict i want everybody to like me because i know what happens when i'm dealing with people that i become to fear so i don't want to feel that so i'm just going to make everybody around me happy i'm not going to have any boundaries or not enough boundaries i'm going to overdo i'm going to overhelp. i'm going to do everything that i can to not upset people or really in, in, in reality, try not to upset that spirit of fear. So mm. these are all response. If you find yourself in these places, the enemy does not want you to understand that what could be going on is that you have been and you are dealing with the spirit of fear that has one assignment it's been sent to do in your life, steal, kill, and destroy. So if you, if you're like, I'm hearing myself, when these women are talking, I'm hearing myself. I mean, I may be dealing with the spirit of fear. Well, just in case, Christy. Yes, just in case. Based on the word of God and not just the word of God, but our own experiences. We're going to tell you 
how you can evict the spirit of fear from your life today. Don't yes. wait another moment. Don't wait another day. Don't live one more moment underneath the torment of the spirit of fear. Yes. That's what God wants for you. So all we got to do, guess what? God's giving us the answer. Any answer that you need in your life can be found in the Bible. Basic instructions before leaving earth. You can Amen. find it there. And so you, if you have realized from this conversation, from this pod class, that you just might be dealing with the spirit of fear, guess what? Second Timothy chapter one, verse seven tells you exactly what you need to do to evict it out of your life and have that calm, well-balanced, self-disciplined life that God has called you to have so that you can live. Hey. Man, Woo, we can, that's, you, you can, you could drop, you could drop the mic right there. Woo. I'm just tired of us living in bondage, Christy. And that's what it is, is bondage. I am tired. I mean, I am tired of us living in bondage just because of a lack of knowledge. Cause we just don't know. But yes, right here. Christy, will you go ahead and read that one more time? Because there's the answer. Absolutely. Yes, because honestly, and, and that's and that's the piece and that's the distinction. So uh, let me say this too. Don't beat yourself up if you have been dealing with these things and not um, not handling it because you didn't know. Yeah. That's why the Bible is here for you. That's why we're giving this pod class. This is right on time. Yeah. Because you're getting the information and instructions that you need to be able to be more aware of what you're thinking, what you're feeling, and to know that honestly, sometimes it is not you. Yes. yes. So you can stop condemning yourself, stop feeling guilty that you think you're crazy. Why am I always like this? Maybe, just maybe, you're being attacked. So this is what this is about. And so now that you know what the difference is between the emotion of fear and the spirit of fear, you know where the emotion of fear comes from, God, the spirit yes. of fear comes from the enemy. Yes. And India, that piece right there about fight, flight, freeze, and fawn was huge. And so those are indicators right there. If you are any of these places... Now that you have the knowledge, let's go. How do I, I like that word to evict. Get on out of here. Evict the enemy. So second, yes. Second Timothy 1 and 7, King James Version. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, uh -huh. but of power. Yes. Number one. Uh -huh. Love. Number yes. two. And yes. a sound mind. Number three. Those are your weapons against the spirit of fear and we're going to break those down you fight the spirit of fear with the power of god mm -hmm. with the perfect love of god that cast out all fear and the sound mind of christ those are the three ways so first one the power of god mm -hmm. don't fight the spirit of fear in your own power amen you are fighting it with the power of God. God has given you power to tread on serpents, 
and scorpions and over all the ways of the enemy and nothing will any ways harm you. That is from Luke 10 and 19. There are other scriptures in the Bible that talk about God's power. Second Corinthians 12, 9 and 10. His grace is sufficient for you for his power is made perfect in your weakness. God does not expect you to do what he has called you to do in your own strength. He has given you tools, his power, use it. Have his power, use it. He's given his power to you. Yes. Use it. Use it. I mean, Christian, what I love, you know, you read from the King James and, you know, we, you said that this is the power from God. If you go to that amplified, remember, it looks at the Greek, the Hebrew, whatever the original text is, and then gives you further understanding of mm-hmm. what that word means based upon its original text, original language. Come on now. And God did not give us a spirit of timidity or cowardice or fear, but he has given us a spirit of power so it's the spirit from him yes okay a spirit from him and we know his spirit is called the holy spirit he has given us a spirit of power dunamis yes there it is that's that word that greek miraculous power power. the miraculous power that comes from god yes miracle for you to evict the spirit of fear most people don't yeah and you cannot, Christy said, do it in your own power. You got to do it in the power that God gives you. Do yes. it the power. So don't do it in your own power. Do it in God's power. And here's the spirit of power he's giving you. And then what's the next piece, Christy? Love. You got to operate in not just your love, but the love of God. The agape love. Yes. The perfect love. The perfect love, you know, I, I when I think about that, I think about First uh, John 4 and 18, um, New Living Translation. Such love has no fear because perfect love. There's that my fair word. Expels. It's my word. Expels all fear. Okay. Such love has no fear because perfect love expels not just some, all fear if we are afraid it is for fear of punishment and this shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love so just that first part we're going to focus on that such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear yes not a little bit every single piece of it attached with that spirit of fear perfect i love that word and you know what expels and also to this has you think about how perfectly god loves you and takes care of you yes and protects you his love for you is perfect perfect he is not going to allow anything to happen to you because he loves you with absolute perfection his love is not fleeting it is not changed like the wind over time. He is God. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. His love is perfect. Yes. Focus on and think about how much God loves you. Oh, and yeah. let that perfect agape love 
wash over you. And like India said from the word, expel, get rid of, cast out. Evict. Evict. Think about that word. That word has expel, get rid of, cast out, evict, fear. I love it. I make you think about school, you know, when you had somebody doing bad things expelled out the classroom, expelled out the school, right? Expel the spirit of fear out of your life because it's been doing bad things, right? And the Exactly, way get it, it out. With the perfect love of God, the agape love. Hallelujah. If and you don't know anything else today, know that you are loved, honey. Yes. You are loved with a perfect love from a perfect God. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, that knowledge yes. of that love and operating in that love and your relationship with God and your relationship with others, hallelujah, is going to expel all fear, hallelujah. Mm. And so India, we've got, you know, we've talked about the first two, you know, talked about um, the power of God, mm. you know, the perfect love of God. And what's that third one, D? Oh, the sound mind from God, the sound mind from God, the mind of Christ. You know, you cannot expel the spirit of fear with your own mind. No. I'm I'm I know I'm gonna, you know, I, I wouldn't always sister sister Williams and some of y'all may be <laughs> song. My mind is playing tricks on me. Yes, hey. Your That's mind what it makes play tricks on you. Yeah, fear okay. makes you feel like your mind's playing tricks on you for real. For real, you can't deal with this in your mind. Your mind, when when you are underneath the spirit of fear, your mind is erratic. It's frantic. Yes, it's impulsive. You just out here buying stuff and ain't got no money. You just out here going places and you ain't you 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 ain't even supposed to be yet. You just doing stuff. Yes, hooking up with folks you know you shouldn't because you just. You, your mind and you are underneath the control of the spirit of fear. Your mind thinks erratic thoughts. Yes. Thoughts, impulsive thoughts. You can't deal with it in your own mind. You need the sound mind from God, the mind of Christ. I love, you know, sometimes I love reading the message because it just breaks it down. And in the message, Proverbs 14 and 30 said, mm. a sound mind makes for a robust body but runaway emotions corrode the bones mm. sound mind makes for a robust body but runaway emotions corrode <sighs> the bones mm. and like you said that can only come from christ himself god himself the mind of christ and the mind of christ is peaceful Yes. It's oh. calm. It's peace that doesn't even make sense. You yes. can be in the middle of a crazy situation and yes. have peace. That yes. is the mind of Christ. Yes. Give your mind over to Christ. Lord, I want to have a sound mind. Help yes. me. Hallelujah. Keep your mind focused on the things of God. That's right. Think about, you know, make a list if you have to either mentally or write it down or put it in your phone somewhere of all the qualities of God, have, you know, the good things God is and has done for you Hallelujah. that will keep your mind focused on him and give you a sound mind. Because what you're doing is you're replacing thoughts that are not his with thoughts that are his. 
Absolutely. You know, read the word and the scriptures and get those that in your mind. God's word never comes back void. It does what it is set out to do. Speak scriptures out loud. Read scriptures out loud. Write them down. Think about the attributes of God. Mm, God is my healer. God is so holy. He is the great I am. He is my provider. He is my deliverer. He is the creator of the universe. Just think about and start saying out loud what he is. Oh. And if you notice, you just spent your time thinking about him. Hallelujah. Keeping your mind focused and fixed on him. And he will give you that peace. He is the peace. And so if you have the opposite of peace, uh -huh. that is not God. Hallelujah. And like India spoke, I mean, India, right, what you just said right there, I mean, the differentiation right there you gave about when your mind is not sound, what it looks like. It's yes. frantic. It's frenzy. You're doing stuff and you don't know why. You're all over the place, making decisions you shouldn't make, being places you shouldn't be. All the things that is the opposite of a sound mind. Well, and I love what you said, Christy, about, you know, think about what you're thinking about. Yes. And the way that you connect truly to this, to the sound mind from God, the, the mind of Christ is through the word. And yes. I think about, you know, Isaiah 26 and three. Mm. You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust you. He'll keep you in perfect peace if you keep your mind stayed on him. How do you do that? You know, when you have the chance of reading a Harlequin romance or the latest, you know, Stephen King thriller or picking up your Bible and reading some scripture, go for that Bible first. And I'm not yes. saying anything wrong if you, you know, love to read. Christy and I both love a great mystery. Yes. You know? Uh, we love, you know, I like a little romance from time to time, you know, <laughs> but before we pick those up, we need to pick up the word of God. Yes. Kind of a rule I have. I'm like, before I go get my, my <laughs> escape book or twaddle, that is a real word, which yeah, twaddle. It is. Twaddle yes. is a real word. It's, it's, it's books that don't have literary, you know, significance to some. Um, uh, but when I look before I go get my escape book, I say, Hey, have I read my word today? And mm -hmm. I literally will read the word of God before I will read anything else. So that's a good way to make sure you're trying to keep your mind stayed on him. Um, you know, what you listen to. Yes. You, you know, um, just keeping praise music on, you know, maybe in the background while you're working. Um, I often like instrumental versions because the words won't distract me, but that it'll still get in my spirit, you know? Mm. Um but just what you're listening to, what you're, you know, reading and seeing, you know, your eyes are a gateway. Your yes. Ears are a gateway. And so just being very mindful, think about what you're thinking about. And if you want to be in perfect peace, if you want to have the sound mind of God, keep your mind stayed on him and the things of him. And all Amen. that leads, I like it, and like I said in that in that amplified, and all that leads to a calm, well-balanced, uh, what was the other piece it said there? A calm, well-balanced. I gotta go back and look at it. I think it's a discipline. Well, yeah. Discipline? Uh, uh, yeah. It's calm, well balanced. Calm, well-balanced mind and self-control. Yes. You want that calm. You want that well-balanced mind and you want that self-control. 
keep your mind stayed on him. Yes, Lord. Accept the mind of Christ. Yes, Lord. So Ooh. as a recap, Christy, you know you are our recap <sighs> Recap it for us. If we realize that we just might be dealing with that spirit of fear that God has not given us. Yes. What do we do again? And then if you don't mind, Christy, just wrapping us up in prayer today, because I think there are some people ready today to be I do in prayer to truly letting go, expelling, evicting that, that, that yes. spirit of fear from their lives through prayer today. Um, and, and preparation to operate in the spirits from God, the spirit from God that includes all the things that we need. Yes, yes, yes. And so now you know the difference between the emotion of fear and the spirit of fear. The emotion of fear is an alarm from God. The spirit of fear is the opposite of that, brings you distress, chaos, and can bring emotional and spiritual not spiritual emotional death mm -hmm. mental death and it's from the enemy and so when you are dealing with it you use the perfect use the power of god god mm -hmm. is not giving you a spirit of fear but what has he given you those are your three tools he's giving you his power the power of god the perfect love of god and the sound mind of god thank you lord and those are your three things. And so just know that God has given you what you need to be able to battle against it. And Thank keep in know. mind, because God has already won, you have already won. Hallelujah. You have victory because he has victory. And so don't be timid, cowardice, or afraid because there's no need for you to be. Even if you have that emotion and kind of, or if you, even if you kind of sort of feel that way, that's not who you are. Yes. Operate in the power, the love, and the sound mind of Christ that he has given you and you attack that thing. Hallelujah. And you start today. If you have been dealing with it, you start today and you continually do it. Just want to tell you too, it's not a one and done. Right. So you're not going to be able to just like do it one time and then never be bothered the rest of your life. That's right. It is a process. And so don't think when you are doing these things and you are using the tools that God has gave you and you're still feeling as if you're being attacked and you are being attacked, you're not doing anything wrong. The enemy is stubborn. And it does not matter because your God is greater. Hallelujah. So just remember all created beings are underneath God's feet. Yes. And he oh, created the enemy. Woo. So he is not greater than God. Don't give the devil more power than he really has. Hallelujah. And because you're of Christ, you are greater than the enemy. As the scripture I read before, he has given you power. Yes. To it's tread right. on. Tread meaning stomp out, squish down, press down. Serpents scorpions demons mm -hmm. his power to you so use it Hallelujah. you have his perfect love that cast out all fear expels gets rid of cast out all of it yes. and you have the sound mind of christ Hallelujah. you have all that you need and so we are going to pray you out yes and close this out and seal this 
and seal God's word with his word. Hallelujah. So, Lord, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for you just, for everyone that's listening, Lord, thank you for teaching us what to do, Lord Jesus. Thank you for teaching all of us. And we are so grateful for you, Lord, so grateful that you love us so much and have given us what we need to get your will done. And we are not alone. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your perfect love and thank you for your sound mind. And we declare that over ourselves and over everyone that is listening. And we thank you for what you have given us and we will use what you have given us. We love you and we thank you. In the name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. 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 Oh, y'all, this word right here. This word right here. Did some to me. Mm, I'm just. I'm. Excited. I'm sorry. I'm still on the. I'm sorry, D. I'm still on. <laughs> I'm still on the fight, flight, freeze, and fun. So <laughs> I didn't take notes for myself. I'm just like, wait, what's fun? What? What's going? On? Oh, it's. Oh, you know what, Lord? Woo, yeah, that's yeah, thank that's God. that's when I know for me it's freeze and fun. So yeah. Yes. Thank you, God. Thank, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Woo. And girl, so how can, if people want to stay in contact with us, how can I stay in contact with us? Where can they find us? Um, basically, there's a lot of places you can find us. Um, if you are on Facebook, we do have a private Facebook group. Um, you can search for us and answer a couple of questions and come right on in to our Facebook private group. You can also check out some general information about um, the Ladies in Waiting Ministry at liwministries.com. Um, and we also have a, a very um, special group uh, that meets that, you know, if you really, really are enjoying this, you know, like the pod class series and you want to learn more, you want to learn how to really walk in the knowledge of God, walk in a stronger relationship with God. How can you be a, a, a servant that leads the way? Um, we, we have some other classes for those that are really serious about it. But first steps, definitely check us out. Check out our uh, website, liwministries.com. And definitely consider uh, becoming a part of our private Facebook group, right? To yes. search waiting and waiting and answer those simple questions. And we'll let you right on in. We yes. want to do this together. That's the other thing, y'all. You do not have to fight this fight alone. Number one, you've got God. You've got yes. God, Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit right there with you, helping you to evict the spirit of fear and to live that calm, well-balanced um, mind, uh, ready for you to have, live in that, that discipline. Yes. You don't have to do it alone, y'all. We're here to do it with you as well. Um, so we are so glad that you joined us for this episode and we want to give you a little sneak peek. We're going to continue this conversation with our next episode. We're going to talk a little bit more about how you can truly walk in those three things that God gives you. How can that look in your daily life? How do you get that walk started? So we're going to talk about that in the next episode, the next pod class. So definitely, definitely be on the lookout and get ready to join us for that one. So thanks everybody for listening. And as we always say, continue to be a servant who's leading the way. Thanks everybody. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to the Ladies in Waiting podcast. If you'd like to find out more about the Ladies in Waiting ministry, feel free to go to our website at liwministries.com. You can also find out more by going to our Facebook group page. So keep listening, keep growing, and keep being a servant who's leading the way.